Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week uh, is going to be, we'll call it the lost episode. Uh, I will apologize in advance if like the news chunk of it is horribly out of date. Uh, I've recorded this earlier than usual uh, because I'm going out of town this week and I want to continue putting out content just because the podcast hasn't been very consistent in quality or quantity uh, the last month or so um, because I've been under the weather and we're finally kind of you know, feeling good, you know, get, get bringing things on the upswing, and, oh, look, I'm going out of town now. Uh, but, you know, uh, never mind that, question mark. Uh, you know, have a show. Well, we're going to cover MLW Fusion 134, uh, the Mads Kruger-Jacob Fatu battle uh, from a handful of weeks ago that I kind of fell through the cracks as I was, you know, my head was blowing up like a balloon. Uh, but before we do that, it uh, looks like the card for Azteca Underground is starting to round up. That is April 1st at Gillies in Dallas, Tex- Dallas, Texas. As I slur my way through this, and despite it, you know, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, obviously. Um, but the, uh, the card is rounding out quite nicely. Looks like we're going to have Flamita versus Bandito. That should be a great match, actually. Openweight title action, a fatal four-way. Alexander Kane, your champion. Boma Yay taking on... On MLW middleweight champion Myron Reed, so we're looking to get a dual champ there. Uh, the man of a thousand title opportunities, ACH, and last but not least, the wild card in all this, the Puma King. So uh, we got. It looks like we're gonna have some frantic action coming out of this fatal four-way, and we'll see if uh, Kane uh, can survive this onslaught. Also on the card is a grudge match between Enzo and Casey Navarro. Uh, these two have been feuding for quite some time, mostly with Enzo just beating the tar out of Navarro, uh, because, you know, DTA, man, DTA. Uh, and so we'll see how that that works out, if uh, Casey can finally get one up on uh, Enzo, the rapper. And also on the card is a Mexican strap match, allegedly the first on American soil, Aramis versus Gino Medina. Uh, these two uh, have a beef. Uh, Gino attacked Aramis uh, backstage on a recent edition of Fusion, uh, leaving the Luchadore a bloody mess. Uh, so now we're going to introduce straps into the match and uh, hopefully put this once and for all behind us. And last but not least, it is the Von Erich brothers, Ross and Marshall, and MLW World Heavyweight Champion, ya boy, Alexander Hammerstone, will be taking on the makeshift team of Mads Kruger, Mil Muertes, and Richard Holiday. Uh, the the heels have uh, quite the disparate group over there. We'll see how they can coexist, especially with Muertes and Holiday's history together. And Mads Kruger as well. Like uh, These are all guys who've uh, kind of feuded with each other over the past and we'll see if they can get along well but we've already shown that the you know von erics can get along with anybody and obviously your boy hammer is going to do whatever it takes to win so uh the azteca underground card is rounding up quite nicely we'll see how that goes in the future uh but it seems to be a really solid show actually it is a biased unbiased opinion but we should continue moving on. We got things to do. We all, time is at a premium, and none of us are getting paid enough for this. So, let's look at it. Fusion 134 from last month. 
Mads Kruger, Jacob Fatu is our main event. The show starts off kind of highlighting the Mads Kruger, Jacob Fatu feud, especially from the point of view from Mads Kruger. Uh, we get a Kruger promo and all this. He notes that Jacob Fatu is not a monster. And tonight we will show Fatu a monster. We get our intro package with Rich Bocini and Joe. Uh, they kind of highlighting the dynasty's breakup and the uh, brand new signee from Mr. St. Laurent. Uh, that's not big news anymore, but I'm going to treat it as such until we get to the match itself, which will be here momentarily. But first, we have to go breaking news backstage with Emilio Sparks. He is hunting down the judge, EJ and Duca, uh, in the process of trying, like, asking questions and trying to get the judge to stop moving. He puts his hands on the judge. The judge doesn't take kindly to that. Lifts him up, like, ten feet in the air because the judge is massive. Uh, ultimately, the question being asked is what's going on between the judge and the former dynasty? And the judge pretty much just goes, like, you know, him and Hammerstone are good. He also likes Emilio Sparks, so at least it makes one person that likes Emilio. All right, so that out of the way. Got our first match of the evening. It is trios action. Gino Medina, Ares, and Mini Abismo Negro, uh, Mini Abismo Negro with the Doctor of Jobology. Doctor of Jobology. Man, I have lost the ability to speak and pronounce names, even if some of the names are just things I made up myself, like the Doctor of Jobology. Uh, Dr. Dax, back to the point. Gino Medina, Eres, Mini Abesmo Negro, with Dr. Dax, will be taking on the team of Eremis, El Dragon, and a mystery opponent, which we'll find out here with Mr. St. Laurent on the rampway, putting over his biggest signing that he has scoured the world over for. His surprise is... The best pound-for-pound luchadore in the world, Microman. Uh, really hammering home the point of how awesome Microman is. Uh, and Mr. St. Laurent ends up on the desk. Doing a commentary with the folks, too. Really putting over Microman in his travels to find someone on the uh, on the level of Microman. Um, and so I'll just kind of jump the gun in here and point out that, you know, uh, regardless of your feelings of Mr. St. Laurent on commentary... Today, he lays it on thick, man. Uh, like, he even, like, starts singing at one point, just singing the word Microman repeatedly, and it was a bit much. So, yeah, just be forewarned on that when uh, you watch it back or, you know, remember that, like, the first time you watched it. Anywho, the match is going to start off with rivals Eremis and Eres. Uh, they're going uh, to start off hot, um... Yeah, well, at least try to. We're going to go to break. We gotta go to break for whatever reason. And when we come back, they're starting off hot. Uh, these two have a kind of a friendly rivalry going on. Um, and have had a handful of matches, on all of which I have thoroughly enjoyed, uh, because they seem to be very equally matched, uh, and really playing, like, almost like Lucha Catch-style wrestling, uh, very much, uh, counter-for-counter, hold-for-hold, uh, and it's really neat to watch. And today is no exception, and in and out of the ring, even get like a guardrail walk Hurricane Rana that ends up like jump also jumping off Dr. Dax by Ed Ramis. Uh, inside the ring, Gino tags in, uh, sets up an Enzigiri uh, when El Dragon tags in. Uh, eventually, you know, everybody's getting their stuff in. Mini Abesma Negro cleans the house, leaving only Microman in, who immediately gets kicked in the face. Yeah. 
auspicious debut there. Uh, but ultimately, though, Microman comes back, and it takes all three Rudos to take him down. Uh, we then get some triple-teaming on El Dragon. We triple-team Aramis, um, and Microman keeps coming in and breaking up any attempted pinfalls in the meanwhile. Uh, eventually, the tides turn, with the Technicos hitting a triple-poison Rana, uh, though uh, Microman's had to be assisted by super kicks from El Dragon and Aramis, uh, we go to the break, and when we come back, things have just continued to break down. El Dragon and Aramis are hitting topes. Microman throws out a satellite head scissors, because why not? And then hits a, we'll call it a double stop Rana to the outside. So, like, everybody, like, he's getting ready to do his dive, and through those, like, kind of duck, and he bounces off one of their backs, jumps off, uh, jumps off and does a Rana to the other, and it's just... It's gone crazy. It's pandemonium running wild. Uh, so oh, we go inside the ring and somehow Microman is dominating Ares until Mini Abismo Negro puts a stop to it. Uh, he hits a double uh, double arm face breaker on Microman for it to the two count. Uh, Ares takes out Dr. Dax outside the ring and then just everybody's going to dive. Um... One thing, uh, meanwhile, speaking of dying, poor Gino Medina is just left in the ring. He just keeps getting finishers done to him. And finally, like everyone, by everyone, I mean Microman realizes that that he's down, that Gino is dead, hits a double stomp into a Vader bomb out of the corner, gets the one, two, three, our Technicos win. El Dragon, Microman, who gets the pinfall, and Aramis stand tall at the end. Uh, after the match, Rich Bocini tries to get a word with Gino, and Gino is just, ah, he can't handle the losing anymore, and shoves Rich down, the ref comes over to, like, dude, what are you doing, he gets shoved down for his efforts as well, and just wanders off. So, uh, Gino not not uh, handling the, uh, not living up to expectations well, I mean, I guess this is the reason why he got kicked out of the dynasty. So in retrospect, you know, good job holiday on that one. Anyway, go and backstage and by backstage. I mean, we're going to go get some video packages in here. 5150 are at the club, uh, chatting it up with some mamacitas. They're impressed with the gold baby. Um, they've, you know, 5150 done it all. They run down the Von Ericks who couldn't bother to show in their own backyard, even though technically their backyard is Hawaii, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, anyway, drinks for all. And before we can, you know, go into the VIP room and see what's going on there, we are kicked out. Uh, we also get some breaking news that Enzo's suspension has been lifted and he'll be taking on Casey Navarro in a handful of weeks. Uh, we also get a large breakdown of uh, the Calvin Tankman Alexander Kane feud. Uh, excuse me, Alex Kane. Sometimes I'm mixing up my Alexes with my Alexanders, and none of them contain brandy, so that disappoints me. Uh, anywho, but kind of going over the feud that started way back in the Opera Cup tournament where Kane was an alternate, um, and I was also trying to recruit Tankman to American Top Team and what would become the Beaumayet Fight Club, uh, and Tankman wasn't having any of it, so Kane tried to uh, take Tankman out of the tournament so he could be the alternate, and barring that, just make sure Tankman didn't make it far in the tournament, which he ended up doing with a gnarly German suplex, and eventually throwing him into an exposed turnbuckle too in the process of his match. So, uh, kind of a big rundown on that. Uh, we do get 
Emilio Sparks with Alex Kane. He knows that Tankman is afraid for like everything that he's you know he's done. So Tankman doesn't want any of this. Um, you know, Bomaye, Bomaye, Bomaye. Also backstage, uh, frustrated Gino Medina is not done taking people out. He attacks Aramis from behind and just pounds away until there is blood everywhere. There's a bloody mask, there's bloody knuckles, bloody hands, and it's bloody amazing, let me tell you. That is someone who's watched it way too late. Following this little batch of stuff, we have the Alexander Davy Richards setup for the World Heavyweight title that's coming up in a handful of weeks. Uh, both competitors respect each other. Hammer's trying to prove himself to be the best. Uh, Richards notes that a lot of people like have acknowledged him as the his their inspiration for getting into wrestling, and that's not what he's really doing it for. Uh, he's doing it to prove he's the best as well, and to do that, you have to be the World Heavyweight Champion. So that is what he is going for. And that he's not going to let up on Hammer. Like, he's going to bring it all because that's what it takes to be a champion. All right, we are going to take a brief pause for the cause, get the energy drinks, slam down maybe some melatonin. I don't know. Obviously, I think I've mixed the two because, oh, yeah, this is this is how uh, we talk when things get weird. Uh, taking a break, though. Come back. Be here in a minute. Uh, in the meanwhile, we'll have our main event. So see you now, whether you're someone who works out, or, like me, needs to maintain focus and mental clarity, we could all use a pick-me-up. That's where Raise Energy steps in. With Refresh technology, Raise provides a hydrating, sugar-free boost of energy without the crash some other energy drinks have. You can find out where you can get Raise Energy near you by visiting www.repsports.com, and while you're there, check out the other products that Rep offers, such as pre- and post-workout supplements and snacks. And if you want some extra savings, order online and apply my discount code CASS, that's C-A-S-S, at checkout for 15% off your order. All right, we are back, and it is time for our main event of the evening. Maz Kruger, Jacob Fatu, we'll call it unofficial grudge match. Like It's not billed as such, but these two hate each other. Kruger is upset because he views... Uh, Fatu as being the traitor of Contra, even though, you know, Ikiro Kwan, like, kind of buggered things up for everybody, but, you know, whatever, and who am, who am I to argue with a seven-foot-tall masked monster, you know, it's just a guy lives in my basement, and I hope I'm safe there, even though Kruger follows me on Twitter, so he knows every one of my exact movements. Anywho, uh, so this has been a long-simmering feud, hopefully... It comes to a head tonight. Uh, well, it looks like it because the match doesn't even like properly get started. We they start brawling on the ramp. Big beefy men doing big beefy things. Um, and in the meanwhile, Fatu's music just doesn't stop playing. So we have a new jack situation going on our hands. Brawling into the crowd. Some hip hop music in the background. Fatu throws Kruger off the ramp into the guardrail. Uh, Fatu is back body dropped into the crowd. Uh, Twisting crossbody by Fatu off of, I, I don't want to call it like the second row because there's no rows, but like there's like raised seats over by the bar and he kind of pops off the railing off of that. Uh, we finally, finally, 
finally make our way to the ring. And the match actually starts with a fallaway slam off the ropes by Kruger. Uh, Fatu turns himself inside out with a spear. I'm not sure I've ever seen like the guy going on the offensive like that turn himself inside out on a spear. But whatever, if you're going to hit someone that hard, you might as well go all in on it. Um, we go to the break and we come back. There's a bunch of headbutts by Fatu that take... Kruger down. Uh, Kruger counters or really catches Fatu doing the handspring moonsault into a modified choke slam, uh, super kick, and pop up Simone drop by Fatu. Only gets a two count though. Kruger catches a hands uh, handspring moonsault and this time into a choke breaker. Uh, Fatu goes outside for a brief respite and Kruger, the madman, just dives over the top rope and just crashes into. The announce table and Fatu and just taking everything out, making a mess. Uh, inside the ring, Kruger looks to maintain his control by summoning Ikiro Kwan. Uh, Kwan accidentally mists Mads Kruger in the face and gets taken out for his efforts. Uh, while Kruger is blinded, we get a modified whisper in the wind by Fatu. Uh, that gets the three count, taking the big man down just long enough to win the match. After the match, though, the brawl continues. Like, it's just... It's gone cray-cray. This whole entire thing is has gone cray-cray just all night. Uh, security is taken out. Uh, referees are taken out. Uh, we get get a, you know, a big Fatu dive to the outside of the ring. And both brawling back in the ring for whatever reason. Uh, that cactus crossbody takes everybody out of the ring once again. <laughs> we finally get some separation after that with the Contra crew taking the ramp Fatu is on the floor with security Kruger just yeets uh, Quan into the security force and then dives into the group himself and is just that's that's how we're ending it like we're not topping that peace out man just bodies flying everywhere some are weapons some are just themselves being used as a weapon but that is crazy um and to kind of calm us down here we get a way too quiet segment with the clout couple alicia toot and richard holiday interrupting cesar duran while he's on the phone with uh, uh carly perez holiday wants what's his he wants what's promised to him cesar's just like yeah i make a lot of promises i don't remember things and alicia's like i remember i was there you promised him a world title opportunity. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I do those things. Uh, Cesar, though, notes that Holiday is not getting the first shot, that the contract is already signed by Davy Richards, uh, but there is an injury clause where a substitution can be made if, due to injury, Richards cannot participate in the match. And that that is how we're ending the show. And, I mean, obviously, to show card, like, take that for what you will, but, like... It was pretty bat poop insane, like the in ring action part of it. Um, and this is the kind of like I like I like a good train wreck, and that's exactly what this was. Um, and I do that mean that in the best way possible. So it wasn't like so bad it's good. Like it was just wild, crazy brawling and lucha, and I enjoyed every minute of it, even with the trios. Like say what you want, you know, Microman may not be your thing, but like the rest of the match was just crazy as well and like i i I personally cannot get enough of the ares aramis feud or you know or at least them together like they have 
great chemistry. Um, and, you know, and I, I just thoroughly enjoy their brand of Lucha Catch and their game of one-upmanship. Um, and then, of course, the main event is just two beefy men doing big beefy men things and just brawling all over the place. Like, the only thing that maybe, like, would have made it better for me if there was blood involved. But really, like, the the fight was so crazy that, I mean, obviously, blood wouldn't have actually added anything to the match at all. Um, but that's just because, you know, I'm sick and enjoy those things. Um, but yeah, so we're like entering wise, a great show. And really like the segments didn't bog down things too much either. I, uh, you know, I could say like, oh, the, uh, you know, the Calvin Tankman, Alex Kane breakdown, like that could have gone on too long. And, uh, I'm also just going to throw out there that personal opinion wise, like, uh, Emilio, Smar- Emilio Sparks doesn't do anything for me. Um, but you know, these are just minor complaints when really like the meat and potatoes of the show was great and i thoroughly enjoyed it so that brings our show to the close uh i'll be off you know gallivanting around the world um so you know wish me well on social media uh you know i don't leave the basement often but when i do i'm terrified i am white knuckled and pooping myself the entire time so uh you know send me love on social media to uh, at least encourage me to change my pants at least once. All right. Jokes aside, thank you all for listening. Uh, you know, stay tuned for the plugs and how you can best support the show. Um, even though this is, you know, me reviewing a rerun, um, still had fun. You know, can't hey, I, love me some wrestling. Just let's just put it like this. I love wrestling and it was fun to watch. So hope you enjoyed it too. I will catch you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova, that is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the Confusion Podcast. There's hyphens in between the Confusion Podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzkammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.